Um, do, do, do. Hold on. Oh, you, okay. So there are things that you have to do every day. There is an app. Darn it. Somebody pull it up real quick. Wait, is this it? Hang on. I'm on the actual website. And so it's, it's like a lot of stuff. Somebody who's doing it, tell us it's like okay. 75 days of. Okay. So it's 75 days. You drink a gallon of water. You okay. No, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Not a whole bunch, but what? Two 45 minute exercises. One has to be outside. Outside, one inside. Um, and if, what is the 75? You have to part? follow a nutrition plan. Okay. So you to any nutrition plan, drink a gallon of water every day. No cheat meals or alcohol for the full 75 days consecutively. Oh yeah, I'm sure AJ did it. Yes, 90 minutes, two separate. So you can do them together, but two, two 45 minute sessions. Um, read 10 pages of a book, nonfiction book every day. Um, and you have to take a pro progress picture every single day and you can post it in the app or whatever. Um, but anyway, dude. Oh man, look at this Jennifer and Jessica it. asking us all as health coaches to level up. I'm scared. I don't know. <laughs> oh. I already did sober January and I'm working out with my trainer. And my problem, as a lot of you guys know, is water. I'm like, that's going to be the hardest thing for me. I struggle to get in 64 ounces every single day. Ugh, 90, a gallon of water, 245, 90. He's doing 90? Nutrition plan, no alcohol. And he added no clicking on news. Bible every day, pick every day. Um, I was thinking that I wanted to add, um, what did I say to Jessica? Can we add one thing? What was it that I wanted to add? I can't remember because I'm like so freaked out over this that I just told her yes. Okay. Starting today? You're starting today? Uh, yes. Dang girl. Okay. Yep. Okay, Allison Wade, my coach. <laughs> I know. So, I hear you. <laughs> and guys, here's a funny thing. If you don't do it, because I was like, well, what if it's 20 below zero? Just because all like, mm -mm, girl, you have to start over. So if you, you miss to start any, over, yes, and you have to check everything off in the app. And if you miss one thing, even the picture, you have to start over. And who holds you accountable? For that? Yourself. <laughs> this Yourself is my problem. Holds you accountable. <laughs> Allison was like, "Okay, girl, what are you gonna do to snap yourself out of this funk? Because I've been in a funk for a week. I think you figured it out." Corey uh -oh. had to start over because of the picture. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, so I'm intense. just saying, if somebody else wants to do it. And that will be through the cruise. So we're gonna be doing this on the cruise. I'm just saying. I'm holding Will. I'm volunteering Will. He's gonna do it too. Oh, I'm gonna text him right now. Okay. Hi, business coach power hour. I'll let you do your thing. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm excited to be hosting today. Um, Andrea Rouget, if you haven't met me before. Uh, but I was voluntold by a couple people to lead this today. Thank you, Allison Wade and Danielle Soseski. <laughs> um, about some of the things that I'm doing for client acquisition. Um, and so I'm really excited to share with you, but I first have to say, um, it really, really for me came down to mindset and making a decision. And let me tell you like this thought process of like how I came here. Um, I mean, I've been doing this for seven years. I don't know why it took me so long to figure out a method that works for me. Or honestly, I think we're in a different season now, right? And I'm in a different level of leadership and growth. And so everything happens for a reason in the perfect timing, right? Um, but I had to make a decision and it kind of came down to, okay, I am in this place where I kind of need to rebuild some legs of business. I don't know if any of you guys can relate with that right now. Um, I also have two mortgages because Lucas and I bought our mountain lion house in uh, Evergreen, Colorado, and I am absolutely in love with it. Like it brings me to tears to think about parting with that house ever. And I was like, okay, 
we got to figure something out. We got to like make this work and change our finances. I was not a good steward of my finances or anything, but what is the fastest way for us to make income? You've heard this like in every training that we talk about, the fastest way to make income is to bring on new clients, right? And so this is, so mine went there. And then also what is the best way to rebuild some legs or bring on new coaches is to bring in new clients. So it's like, I, I know this, you guys all know this, I'm preaching to the choir, but I think that it was like, I had to hit a really hard spot and be like, oh my gosh, what have I been doing? And I made some bad choices, but I'm, I gotta see this through. And so anyway, I had to make that decision of like, okay, we're going up to 20K FQV. I don't know if I, and at first you're like, I don't know if I want to do that client support. I don't know if I want to, you know, push myself that hard, or I don't know if it's even possible. Like, is it even, you know, you have these moments of like, is it even possible? Um, so you have to have to make a decision and it's really about mindset and um, that feeling of like, this is going to make me sound a little bit woo woo to some of you, but like, the universe like can give all like if we want it there are millions of obese people out there we can we can find them they will come to us if we're open and excited and ready and so i just decided to make myself open and excited and ready and i guess it's not all it's not always that easy right but that's kind of what i'm feeling yes manifesting it i, I believe in it it's amazing. Um, so anyway, made the decision to do it. And I realized what I had to do was get some structures in place. So um, I will tell you, I brought on 14 new clients. Well, some reactivated 14 new clients. And then wait, hold on. Let me look at my notes here because I have my stats. So five were from referrals. Um, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Three were from just um, conversations, follow up and jot forms. So like brand new out of the blue people. Um, and then six were reactivated. So um, which shows me a couple of things, right? And I don't know if that statistic is um, has any like value on like the bigger picture, if that's like a normal statistic or not, you know, like the percentages there. But I will say that um, those six reactivated are showing me people still believe in this program. They know it still works. I was a good enough health coach to them and they came back to me. Right. Um, and so with referrals, um, a couple of new things that I've been doing. Well, one, my client support has just like definitely leveled up in this new professional way. We've talked about this a couple of times on here, but this new professional way where honestly, I do believe it comes down to my belief of I am an amazing health coach. I'm a professional. I am not afraid to say, you guys, you know, pick up the phone and call them and give them tips. And um, so it kind of, it kind of just came down to me being really, intentional about how I approach every conversation. So um, the few things that have helped me with that too are Calendly, which I know, Brenna, was that last week or two weeks ago? No, it was TNT, right? That you showed how to use the Calendly link. If you guys haven't, if you've been scared to make the change or if you've been scared to clean up your calendar so that you can figure it out, I encourage you to definitely use it. It's just, I'll tell you the things that it has done for me. One, it's taken the anxiety out of client support call days because I would like dilly dally and put it off and worry about it. I don't, why would I worry about it? I don't know. We're, we're professionals, but I would worry about it. Um, and so now I don't worry about it anymore. It's just like, it's on my calendar. It's telling me to call Sharon at 445 and I will call her at 445, like my calendar says. So um, that has been a game changer. And I think my clients are loving it too. There's a couple old clients that are hanging around that liked the way I did it before. I'm just going to keep working with them the way that they want to be worked with. But for all my new people, they are just like, they think this is how I do it and it's great. So maybe you'll have some like stragglers, but I would, I would highly recommend moving towards this new um, Calendly. And I can, 
I can show someone here if you want to, but I think Brenna did an excellent job training everybody the other day. Um, so yeah, Calendly, and I'm still using the free version. I haven't like upgraded to do multiple different kinds yet. So if you wanna train your team on it, um, I think it's worth it for them too. even, you know, starting after like senior coach or something like that, just so they can get in a really good pattern of making the commitment. Um, and then I'm also using the reach app, which I think Brenna also, she used a different one broadcast project broadcast, where you can send a text message to all of your clients, reminding them to schedule. And that's been a game changer for me too, in a couple of different ways with referrals. Um, because with the, um, with that reach app, you can send out some mass messages, but it doesn't seem like a mass message. It seems like a personalized message because it has their name in it. And you can always change it a little bit before you send it if you need to respond to a message differently with them or something. Um, but it will, um, I just sent them out this morning for my, sorry, pulling it up really quick so you guys can see. And again, I apologize. I got a new phone. I don't have the cord that plugs into the computer because they keep changing. Oh, look, I just got a new Calendly schedule right there. Pops up on my email. Um, but with reach, like this is what this is the message I sent this morning. And it was happy post Super Bowl Monday. And then that little swirly sign is their name. So Karen or whatever. Um, schedule a check-in with me this week. And then it just populates onto my calendar and it's been wonderful. But I just lost my thought of what I was saying before that. Oh, but Reach will send it to them. And I think, oh, for referrals, I've also been sending the challenge to them that way too. Unless it's like a, I'm creating them a side-by-side -side or I'm, I'm creating them the words on a colored background for them to post. But otherwise I might say, you know, I might send out a message like that. So like, here's an example of one I sent to everybody. Um, there's still a few days left of the, of the contest to win $50 on your account. This was for January. Um, so you can, you know, do things like that. And it saves me so much time and keeps me feeling really professional and on top of it. So um, yes, reach is free, Kelly. Um, okay, there's a free version of reach which you can load up to eight people in a contact group and eight is not very many especially if you're trying to get to 20,000 fqv right but um, you could make different groups of eight clients um, you do have to pay 6.99 a month if you want unlimited which for me that was worth the investment um, so i really like using that okay sorry back to my notes but referrals mostly is the conversation I'm having with the people on the phone. Um, and Sarah, I don't know the difference between reach and project broadcast. I've never used project broadcast. So you might ask somebody um, what that looks like, but I feel like someone said there's not a free version of project broadcast. So maybe for newer coaches um, that could use the free like eight people in a group, um, that might be different too. Um, and campaigns. I don't know what you mean by campaigns, Brenna, but yes, you could import your 180 day people. You could import people from Connect and send it all out to them. I have not used it in that way yet. I have used it only for scheduling my Calendly for now, but I'm open to like learning these new things, right? Um, so that. Um, and then I am always asking people the the challenges have been amazing for referrals, but really it's the client support and the conversation I'm having with them each day I check in with them too. And I'm not asking for referrals every single time. I don't want to make it seem like I'm doing that, but I am very upfront about them saying, I would love to, you know, support your people. Who do you know that's looking for something? Um, and of course I ask them if they want to coach them too, but um, it's not always the case sometimes. So um, preaching to the choir here a little bit, but this is something I'm doing that has been a total game, game changer for me 
outside of referrals. I am creating follow-up for myself. I am scheduling follow-up for myself. And let me show you what this looks like or tell you what it looks like. Um, so here, I'll show you on my calendar. I'm actually using an app called Teamsy and I am not suggesting that you guys run out and try to learn this. It's like a CRM for um, your social media and your clients and pre-clients. Um, you can't like send mass emails out or anything like that, but it's really more for you tracking like your, your work that you're doing. Um, but I, again, I'm not recommending it. It is complicated to get started um, and you'd need someone to kind of show you how we use it like through Optavia and not the way that the guy who created the software um, is doing it. Um, but you can do this the same way on your own through tracking either a spreadsheet or I recommend calendar because I, I actually do what my calendar says now. It took me a while to do that. I'd be, I think they said this on bootcamp uh, yesterday um, or on Saturday. Like, are you the person who puts something on your calendar and then you don't feel like doing it and so you move it or someone invites you to brunch and you move it? I used to be that, but now I'm really intentional. And if I do have to move it, it's a place where I know I can get it done. So not saying you can't be flexible, but the calendar becomes your boss. So let me show you what I have been doing. I think I can share my screen. Yes. Okay. Thank you, admins. Okay. So here's my calendar. You guys can judge it away. I'm sure there's better ways to run a calendar than the way I do it, but it works for me. And so here it is. Um, right here in the business leader power hour, business coach power hour, but you will see. So today I've been scheduling my follow-up and let me just show you, I make a task in, I usually do this from my phone. So it's a little different on my desktop, but let me click on this. This, these dark blue ones are tasks that you can create on your Google calendar. I can't tell you how Apple Calendar works if you're using that with tasks versus events. Um, but for me, I'm using a task on Google Calendar and I'm making just a quick note for whatever it is. So Mary Lou, I'm following up with her today because she told me for Lent, which is starts on Valentine's Day, she wants to start program again, um, get going. She's like eliminating sugar from her diet and she thought what a better thing to do than just start five and one again. So she's going to do five and one active. Um, and that is her Lent um, plan. So, and she said she was going to order, but she hasn't ordered yet. And so I put this on my calendar when I talked to her on Friday to make sure to follow up with her on Monday. Like I talked to her on Friday, I put this on my calendar on Monday for Monday to follow up to make sure she placed her order. Because if she doesn't place it by today, it's going to be kind of hard for her to get her program by the start of Lent. And actually, she's probably already late, but I wanted to give her the weekend and Super Bowl Sunday to get through. So I scheduled this event here. Now, I'm actually, I did, I put it on my calendar to show you guys because I'm using this Teamsy app. But this has been an absolute game changer for me. I thought I was good at follow-up. I thought I was good at remembering like the people that I'd had a health assessment with um, and like what their goals were. And I was pretty good at like two-day follow-up after a health assessment. But when I started doing this, I realized I really sucked at follow-up <laughs> because I would look at like a a schedule would come up and say like, it's time for you to follow up with Mary Lou. And I'd be like, oh, I just talked to her but it has been four days since i've talked to her and so i'm following up with her today to ask her if she needs to place her order for lent to get in time for lent um and then over here let me i'm just making a quick like a quick little note and sorry i can't i'm moving this all around because i can't see anything okay so that and then here karen she had questions about medically supported weight loss. She told me she was going to talk to her doctor about it and get back to me. And so now I have this follow up and I, I schedule a bunch on Friday because the power hour is follow up Friday. Right. And so I know I can knock them out in the morning during power hour because um, that's what we're working on. So that's what I will do for that. Um, and Mary did you try the recipe? Because she asked for a recipe. I gave it to her. I follow up a week later and ask her if she had a chance to try it. Or sometimes two weeks later, 
I wish I could tell you guys that I'm very structured and have um, like two days, two weeks, two months, you know, like, or like some sort of structure of how I do, but it's more of a, it's just more of a feeling like, oh, I, I think I'll follow up with her next week or, oh, I think I need to give her, you know, a week and a half, or I'm going to follow up with her on a Monday because that's when she's been, you know, more communicative. So it really is kind of a, sorry, I don't know if that's good advice or not. You can tell I'm just not a very type A scheduled person, but that's okay. That just means anybody can do it, right? Um, so follow-up has just been looking so different for me now. Um, and I, what I end up doing because of this, because it's worked so well, every single person I follow up with is like, okay, yes, now I'm ready to sign up or, you know, okay, I'm thinking about this some more, you know, like it has just been a huge game changer. So, um, I will tell you that what I've been doing is basically creating work for myself, creating follow-up for myself. And so I do this by creating little projects, okay? Um, and some of these projects can be, and hold on, I'm just looking at the chat. Oh, yep, Sarah's got a project. Um, yeah, tasks. Okay, okay, I think, I'm, I think I'm caught up. But if you have another question, if you have a question, put it in the chat. Um, but I'm creating projects for myself. So some of my project ideas are, well, number one, the 180 days. Like, I think everybody on here, I feel like we've been working on that. Like, they've led a couple different power hours on it. But if you're not doing your 180 days right now, I would say that's a really great place to start because they're eligible for the discount. They, it's not that like 60, sorry, six months, right? Like, it's a, it's just a great opportunity to reach out because we do have something to offer them. Uh, so 180 day reach outs. Also roll ups. If you have a team where, you know, some coaches have dropped off sometimes, you know, and you don't always know who, who your 180 day people are. You're like, I don't, I do not recognize that name at all. I don't know where they came from. I have no idea what coach they rolled up from. Um, and so with that project, um, I am sending a text message because sometimes I'm not Facebook friends with them, um, but we do have their phone number. And so Danielle taught me this actually. And I was like, mind blown. Why wouldn't I think about sending them a text? I'm a professional. I am their professional health coach, whether they know me or not. So I'm going to send a um, text message and introduce myself. And sometimes they don't get back to me. Sometimes they think I'm a robot and they say, stop. And sometimes they, you know, say not interested at this time or something. And then every once in a while, they'll say, oh, yeah, I used to work with Marilee. And, you know, I know she's no longer coaching. So thanks for reaching out for me. And, you know, 20 conversations to result in one new client is excellent, I think. Um, so, yeah. And Sarah is saying those 180-day people have been her biggest source of uh, clients. And we know she's on top of the... CSB this month. Congrats, Sarah. Um, let's see. And Tammy's asking, do you keep a record of who the 180 day people were? So you reached out so you don't duplicate. Yes. Um, so I keep track again on my app. But um, you, if you print out a spreadsheet of your 180 day people, so I will usually go into Optavia Connect, run um, the client report, just your basic frontline client report. And then I will export that into an Excel or a numbers um, spreadsheet so that I can manipulate the data and I'll, I'll delete everybody that's prior to 180 days. Or maybe I'll keep like a little bit more and draw like a line so I know when the 100, because the 180 days moves every day, right? Um, and so then I keep that on my clipboard, which again, I'm super organized, you guys. Oh, here it is. <laughs> um, I have to move a candle so that I can get my clipboard, but I keep it on a clipboard so that I can, well, this has a map on it, but um, so that I can flip through and just cross them off. So that's what I do for 180 day people. And then if they write back and say like, I'm traveling right now, but let's talk when I get back, then guess what I do? I schedule that on my calendar um, as a task or in my app. So it pops up and, so, and reminds me. Um, Sarah, I hope that your desk 
is not like mine. I'm not, I'm never gonna show anyone. You guys, it looks like nice back here. It does not look nice up here. You're welcome. Uh, okay, so I'm scheduling that. And again, I can't even tell you enough how much this has changed everything. Um, another project, so yes, 180 days, roll-ups. I, if I'm needing more work to create for myself, I do a recipe project. And this is something like I'm doing power hour activities. I'm doing A to Z commenting. I'm doing um, scrubbing my timeline. I'm doing all those things too. This is in addition to, and I'm not saying that you need to train, you know, if you guys are all FIBC level or have some coaches on your team on this call, I'm not saying you need to train them all on it. But if, the, if you've got a coach who's coming to you and saying, I'm doing all the things on power hour. Um, I'm just not getting any clients. I feel like you can give them a project and they feel excited about it and they, you know, dive into it and, it and it creates some conversations for them. I think this all comes down to honestly conversations for me. I'm not, um, it's not just A to Z commenting. It's the connection I'm making in messenger um, or, or text. Um, and sometimes Instagram, if that's how I know that person well, but um, mostly Facebook Messenger. Um, so a project could be creating a recipe project, which would be like showing a delicious picture of some recipe that's like relevant to, you know, soup weather or crockpot weather or Super Bowl appetizers or, you know, something that's somewhat relevant. Um, like in January, I did a recipe project, I'm just going to call it a recipe project of, um, meal prepping because we do have a lot of lean greens that are meal prep recipes like the mason jar salads or the um something that can easily be divided into multiple meals and i made a recipe file of that to um share and it blew up and the cool thing about it is you can send a recipe and you also can say like I'm a health coach. I've got lots of recipes. Do you have health goals? You can make it about health or you can simply send them the recipe and then schedule your follow up for a week later to ask them if they tried the recipes and if their family, you know, tries to eat a certain way. I feel like it has so many opportunities to create relevant conversation instead of just willy nilly reaching out and saying, hi, how are you? you know like i i'm not good at that stuff so i feel like i have to have a reason to reach out to people and it just makes a lot of sense and is very authentic um so um yeah exactly and there are people who are already engaged in my content um so then i will also do an engagement post um as a project which is a little like we all know engagement posts, but I'll take it a little step further and make it an engagement post that's not just like, how do you take your coffee, right? It's more like, um, actually, I stole one from Jen the other day that I'm sure she stole from someone else too, because that's how we do it. But it was what, um, what have you done that you think no one else on my friends on my friends list has done. And oh my gosh, the coolest stuff comes up. So I took that as an opportunity to not only respond and scrub and the more people that, you know, more people interact or the more people that show up on your page, um, but then taking that to Messenger and being like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy that you swam with sharks and almost had like a near death experience. Tell me more about it or ask some, you know, some more curious questions that I truly am curious to know about. Um, so that's a project that you can, you know, work with um, for yourself or for one of your coaches. Um, but basically I am just creating massive amounts of follow-up reminders for myself. <laughs> and this could even be, you know, you're seeing on social media, you see that someone's loved one passed away or their dog passed away, or I'm putting a reminder to reach out to them in a week or two after maybe some of the initial, you know, shock and grief has passed to reach out and just see how they're doing. Um, or did they have a big move? They moved across country and I'm asking them if they've settled in, you know, like that's what I'm doing there. And then yeah, Danielle's asking me, do I set numbers to hit for these conversations or a quick time chunk? Am I trying to do a certain amount per day? No, 
I do have um, like the way I have it set up in the app to remind me is just whenever I place it. And so I try to get through all of those. Like I'll do A to Z commenting on power hour and then after power hour, well, actually, then I have to take my son to school. And then when I get back, the first thing I do is go through all my follow ups if I haven't scheduled them for Friday power hour follow up. So it's really more of a time chunk and I don't always do them on the day that they're scheduled or anything, but I'll move them. Right. If I don't get to it, I'll move the name to the next day so I don't forget about them. Um, and I'm always scheduling after a health assessment, scheduling after a I'm scheduling with coaches too. like if I know a coach needed help with something, I'm scheduling it to see if they if they did it or if they. Um, so it's been great. Um, no. Oh, thank you, Danielle. I do not respond to messages as they come in. I used to do that. I have completely stopped doing that because it's too much like squirrel brain. <laughs> you get distracted and you never get anything done. And so I'm sending out messages and then I'm not responding to them till the next day. So that's kind of a different, eh, not different. I have been doing that for a while now, but I feel like as you're learning and as you guys are all growing and as you are bringing on new you know, new senior coaches into your business, teaching them that skill is amazing. Like not to just respond. I mean, sometimes you're so excited. You're like, oh my gosh, they just reached out to me about a health assessment. Like, go ahead, schedule the health assessment. But um, otherwise I'm systematically doing this in chunks with my daily business building activities. Okay. I feel like I've just been talking really fast and talking about scheduling. Does anybody have any questions about that? Or is it helpful? Is it something you guys would do? I know it's an extra step because you have to put it on your calendar or schedule it in the app, but I'm telling you, it's been a game changer. Um, Michelle. Hi. <laughs> There's no coincidences, right? I was researching um, this app, you know, just this week. So, um, you know, it's just timely that you're kind of covering it today. And I'm curious, um, how far in advance do you let clients book a client support uh, call with you? Oh, on Calendly? Mm -hmm. um, so I book only, I only let them see a week ahead. Okay. Because um, if you see, actually, let me show you my calendar one more time. This is what I do. And you guys can figure out your own method for what works best for you. But sorry, I'm going to move things around again because I can't see. Because things change all the time. And I'm ah, it was curious. So yeah. This block right here, 9 a.m. This is after I take my son to school. 9 a.m. on Monday mornings is when I do my weekly calendar setup. And I've had this block like forever, but now it works excellent for Calendly. Um, I make sure everything is on here, like when I'm traveling, when I'm picking up the kids, when okay. I'm, you know, block, I'm blocking everything out or making blocks that are available. Like, I don't know if you can see this, it's kind of tiny, but. But in um, the Calendly app, you, you just, you only let them do a week out. Yep. I let them see only a week out so that they can put on there and only in the time blocks I've allowed. So it's mm -hmm. not like they can just schedule. At How many time blocks do you offer them? Or so I started one with day, one. I like I have one day, but I'm kind of thinking maybe I should offer a little bit more. Like, what do you offer them? Yeah. So I have a big one on Tuesday yeah. and then I also have another one on Wednesday during the day. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I will overflow it to Thursday. And I think, you know, me working up to 20, thousand FQV, I'm going to sure. have to have three days or three blocks. Right. Um, which I know don't let that overwhelm you anybody. Um, yeah, no, I was, I was thinking the same thing. I was just curious, you know, what you offer. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's helpful. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. And Allison says she's been playing around with some early mornings. I've been surprised at the people who want the afternoon, which is great for me. I mean, not during the time when I have to pick up my kids, but mm -hmm. it's been awesome to 
not do all my calls in the evening too um because i'm tired in the evening <laughs> these days and i gotta save those for celebration calls and stuff like that so i've been i've been playing around with that definitely a little bit um okay any other questions about creating follow-up from yourself i really am I'm looking at it like a project, like every day I'm like, okay, if I don't have something to scrub or follow up with, I'm creating myself a new project. If you guys have ideas for projects, you can put it in. Um, one of mine was like reaching out to, I know I already talked about roll-ups, but a specific one where I have a coach who is not planning on renewing and I know who all her clients are and I'm making sure I'm friends with them on Facebook. I'm making sure that I've developed a relationship with them. So that could be a project for if anything like that is coming up. Um, making sure I'm not missing any of the ones I use a lot. Yep, scheduled follow-up. Okay. So another thing I've been doing that has been very fruitful um, is that I am bumping and so I think that we've done this on Power Hour maybe a couple times, but I have been bumping my memories every single day. That's another one of my daily business building activities. So let me show you. And this is a great one. I guess if you have new coaches, it's a little bit tricky um, because they don't they won't have the memories. But for all of you, especially if you've changed your branding a little bit and you're not posting every single day a transformation photo or every single day. Um, even a recipe. Um, so I'm going to my menu, I'm going to memories. And here's some past Super Bowl ones. Um, I'm not so concerned with stories. Um, but let's see, this was a Super Bowl post. I don't think I'll bump that one. Although I did wear that shirt again, but my hair's not pink anymore. So I don't know if I can get away with that. I, I mean, if you bump it, it still shows that it's a year old, but some people think it's uh, current. That's the funny thing is people think it's current, which is great. Um, so I'm looking for, here's a recipe. Let me find a transformation. Um, so many things happened in February. Okay, here's a transformation. This one's always so cute. So what I'm doing is I'm going down to where the likes are. This didn't get any comments. And I am commenting with an emoji, literally just an emoji to bump this post. Um, I also add, okay, so I'm not, if you don't have a chat form, bump it with an emoji. It does the same exact thing. It's almost like you're posting a fresh transformation. Um, and so I do it to all of mine and I've been doing this for seven years and I used to post every single day for seven years. So I have like five to seven transformations to bump every single day and don't get scared. Not everybody sees them. So it does not look like your flash posting. Don't, so don't worry about that. If that's a thought, some people are like, I'm not going to do every single one, but do every single one. <laughs> um, but then I'm also dropping my jot form if I have one and when I told you I had, what did I say, three new clients, Jotform is where they came from. Um, and I can't tell you exactly where they found my Jotform, but I have a feeling. So I just, I have a quick text or text replacement for my Jotform, and then I just put an emoji and I drop it just like that. And then it gets a ton of new interaction. I can't even tell you, I don't know, but, it's um it's been pretty cool because it is like a brand new post that I posted. And if you've been adding friends, so that's something I would say, add to your dailies. And then as a business coach, I've taught my coaches how to do this. And when they do it, I'm bumping that post with them. Like when I see it come up in my timeline, cause you will, you'll start seeing it. You'll see it come up in your timeline and then I'm making sure I comment on it um, to help it, you know, again, um, if I haven't already, or I might delete my comment and put a new one if I'd already commented on it. Um, so that's something that has been 
also very fruitful for me. Um, Allison Wade, I don't know why. I don't have a reason for emoji other than I don't know what else to say. Like, I, I mean, I could say like, yay, congrats, or still so inspired by this, or I could say something like that, but I'm just in the mode and I'm just putting an emoji and dropping my job form. And I'm not even saying click here for more info. I'm just dropping it and people click on it. And I wish I could see a tracker of how many people click on it and maybe don't fill out the job form. But um, that's where I've gotten my recent inquiries from. Yeah, and I have only been putting them lately on um, on my side-by-sides or the transformation photos, but I do think it would work the same with recipes too. Um, I just, <laughs> I'll be really honest with you, some of the recipe posts are like really gross looking recipes <laughs> that we used to do from the past. Does anybody feel this? <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, that broccoli thing looks like no one wants to eat that. Why did I post that? <laughs> and so I won't always bump it. But um, sometimes what I will do is like save that recipe to post for later that day if it was a good one. Or um, so I've been doing that. But I do think the job form, like dropping it, it's just going to whatever you bump is going to go back out into the algorithm. So um, that's been cool. And then you can support your coaches um, by doing that or by bumping their old posts and stuff, too. But um yes so that is that part i mean hey, that's Andrea, been, yes heidi has a, a clarifying question i think oh yes heidi um so you put the jot form as the something to say about this when you share the post oh no i'm not sharing it let me show you again I'm not sharing it. Okay, so this is one from 2019 that I posted. And I, you know, sometimes I want to read through, but I don't even read them. I just very systematically go through. I'm just commenting. I'm just making my own comment on my own post. Some people might think is weird, but whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. If it's working, I really don't care. So then, um, you can see that I put my, so there's my emoji. I'm just like clap hands or whatever that emoji is. And then when I type JF, it brings up my job form and it auto populates. And then I just send it. And then it's just there in my comments. And it like creates a little link so they can go to my job form. Does that make sense? Okay, any other questions about that or concerns? Okay, wait, Nicole. Okay, so Nicole says, I mean, this is this is good conversation. I felt weird putting my JotForm link in there, just my JotForm link in there. I've added some uh, wording ahead of it. Um, and she's asking if she's two in her head. Like, if you were someone you know is looking to make changes in their health, I'd be happy to help. Here's a quick link to fill out a questionnaire. You could totally do that but I don't, I don't think it's necessary. Um, and everybody on here is at a level of people know you're a health coach by now, right? Like they know, I mean, or they should, um, I guess not quite sure of the level of people that attend these calls, but if you've been branding yourself as a health coach, they know exactly what you're offering. It's just a way for them to click on a link and get to you faster. So I think you can, and I also think you don't have to. That's my thought. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it looks like a weird link to click on. Um, you can name it, like you can rename your JotForm link so it has your name in it. And so maybe that might look a little more professional than just like a random link too. Yeah, exactly, Sarah. Don't worry about being perfect. Just like try some stuff. Try it. Um, okay. Wow, I really just feel like I've been talking at you. And I don't know how much work we've gotten done. But 
um, this is what I'm doing to bring in clients. I'm focusing on, well, one, myself and my mindset about how fun and awesome it is to be a health coach and get to help people um, and just being open to, and, and I think I had to make a shift also, right? Like when you get to a business coach level, you do start focusing on your coaches and how can you help them and how can you make sure they have all the resources and how can you remind them to get on TNT? And like, you know, like you start thinking about that stuff and it does take some of your focus away from client acquisition. And so maybe just examine where you are in your business and not everybody needs to get to 20,000 FQV. That might not be what your business needs right now, but for some people, it, it's probably a good idea. So, you know, just thinking about, and then, you know, what do they call it? I'm going to say it wrong. The reticulation or something. When you see a blue Jeep, when you want to buy a blue Jeep, all of a sudden you start seeing blue Jeeps everywhere. Like, I feel like that's how it is with clients. If you're like locked in on finding clients, I feel like, sorry, I don't want to make this sound ridiculously easy. It's not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that, but I am saying like, you're going to you get what you focus on. Yeah, reticular activation. I don't know what the word is. Uh, but retention. reticular retention. Reticular retention. I don't know. That sounds like not the word I learned, but maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, the blue Jeep phenomenon. That's just what I'm going to say. Um, and uh, so what, you know, you get what you focus on. And so if you're focusing and that includes your positivity and your negativity and your mindset. If you're focused on being mad about why you're not getting clients, you're focused on why it's so hard to get clients, it's gonna keep being hard to get clients. Uh, so anyway, that's just a little rant that I like to go on. Um, and again, I'm not trying to downplay that, it, that this season hasn't been harder than other seasons to bring on clients, but, I also think that's why I've been changing things up and been trying to be focused on, um, I don't know, new ways to engage with people. But the creating work for myself, creating conversations for myself, sticking to my calendar, these are like so many things. I, um, but I've just had to change them little by little. So don't get overwhelmed by like trying to change everything all at once. And please talk to your mentors about it. Um, Cause I don't want you guys all like trying to download Team Z or anything like that either. It's more about finding a system that works for you for follow-up um, and for creating conversations. Um, let me make sure I didn't miss anything here that I was gonna talk about. Um, what else you guys, we have like 12 minutes, we can spend some time. I can show you more on Calendly. I can show you more. Um, follow up Jill. Hi. Oh, sorry. I have a question on the hello. You've done great. Um, I have a quick question on the engagement post. So I've always done them in the past where I've responded in the comments. I love the idea of going to Messenger. Do you still respond in the comments? Do you like them? Do you say things? Yep. I, um, let me see if I can find an example of what I did. And man, I love an engagement post because I really do. I don't know. I don't know the science or the algorithms or anything, but I really do think it pulls in new people. Like, the more, you know, the more that come in, the more that keep seeing it, um, the more comments. So the other thing that's really good that I read is when people comment on on other people's stuff within the post, that's like a super positive um, thing for the algorithm. Well, I believe it because this one, sorry, I guess I have to go back for a minute. Okay, so I have 166 comments on it. Some of course are mine but a lot of people are commenting back and forth like no i did that too or yeah i was also arrested for <laughs> uh did you guys know i had a warrant out for my arrest that's a fun story that i tell people sometimes <laughs> tangent um but uh yeah like people are commenting you know back and forth so there's like multiple comments but i am responding in the engagement 
and then I'm and then if I want to know more like I might do kind of a basic response like oh wow that's so cool and then I will go um back to messenger and say tell me more about that or you know or relate it to something like I had a cousin who did that once and I am so curious how you found yourself in that situation or I don't know it's all so individual like I want to give you guys all great language for things but I really am and even birthday messages I'm finding something that's really cool about that person something that I see on their Facebook page something that I have felt from their you know their Facebook page or that I know about them and I will um comment on that like why I think it's so cool and then I will ask a question and the question will say something like um you know anything any any kind of question like did you enjoy the Super Bowl would be something which is you know it's a simple question but it's just keeping that conversation going okay thank you and I had to testify at a murder trial <gasps> I'm going to mute myself now oh my gosh I know. No, you guys, my warrant for my arrest was not very, not too crazy. It was because I had a dog at large in a park. I had a dog, my dog was off leash at a park. But the thing that was crazy is I was applying for the governor's council to be on their um, food sustainability council. This is like before Optavia when I worked um, in nutrition and, and uh, hunger relief. And it was a really cool position. They asked me on the application and they said, is there anything on your record that would embarrass the governor? And I, of course, was like, no. And then they called me. <laughs> they were like, you have a warrant out for your arrest from, you know, like six years ago. And I was like, what? I had no clue. I've been driving around like nobody's business just with a warrant out for my arrest. Good thing I never got pulled over or anything for like a taillight. But um, yeah, after that, uh, I had to go and clear it up at the courthouse. And I was like terrified. I thought they would like handcuff me. You know, I don't know. You don't, I don't know how these things work. And um, I walk in and the lady goes, oh, that was seven years ago that just passed last week. And um, that's no longer on your record. I had passed the statute of limitations. <laughs> so anyway, got away with having a dog at large. That was that story. Okay. Um, I don't know about Apple Calendar and Calendly, but I, I assume it works just the same way. Um, yes. But really, um, I don't know. My biggest, my biggest thing that's changed everything has been logging my follow-ups, logging, tracking, scheduling my follow-ups, um, and just changing it from trying to remember. Like today, I had a woman reach out in Messenger that said, okay, I'm back. I'm ready to talk about next steps. And I was like, who is she? I don't know. I had to look. Luckily, I had logged a follow-up, and it said, you know, she had, um, an eating disorder, like when she was a teen and she's nervous about doing any sort of health program now, but could I talk to her about it? And so I had a thing remind, so if she wouldn't have reached out to me, I would have eventually reached out to her, but this is my brain, right? I don't even remember that I talked to her. Is it because I'm getting old? Is it, um, I think it's just, it's just a lot, just a lot. Yeah, I love and I'm ready, but I think those I'm ready's come from receipt ready to receive I'm just i'm just saying you guys a little bit woo woo okay um i hope this was helpful today any other questions or or even suggestions on projects that create work for yourself I know Danielle has projects that she, I know you do. I, can't I, think I can one. add just like a perspective shift if that's helpful. Sure. Because I went from, so I 
have a very similar personality overlap to Andrea. We're high S slash water. I love free time. I love downtime. I don't like being overly scheduled. Um, but I'm also a really hard worker. Uh, but I had to make this very intentional shift from like, oh, do I need to work here because someone has scheduled something with me? Health assessment, celebration call, whatever, to oh, this is when I'm choosing to work for my business without anyone else asking for a Zoom or a phone call. It's the witch bell. Yeah, I'm like, oh, when in my day am I going to fit in that follow-up or those conversations? Um, because it's that kind of quiet, unsexy, unscheduled, no one else is... And that's the hard part about being an entrepreneur. No one else is like, hey, Danny, did you do your follow-ups? Hey, Danny, did you reach out to your 180-day people? Hey, how many connections have you made? Like no one. It's just me with myself. And I like downtime. I don't like being overly busy. And so I think I'd gotten pretty lackadaisical in like scheduling my own proactive work time. And so, yeah, Sarah says like in the chat laundry, and when you work at home and you have either a house or a dog or kids or anything else, even just like planning your own leaning greens, I could easily spend all of my time just trying to make it look like we don't live with a poltergeist with these children. Is that the right <laughs> word? Right. There's a meme about that. Like, I just want it. I just want people to show up and look like we're not seven days into full fighting off a poltergeist. And that's like <laughs> life with four kids, like where it's like, why, why is that there? <laughs> um, so I, and being really intentional in this season of like, I'm just not doing that right now. And number one is going to be my follow-ups and doing what I can to bring on my, my uh, CSB clients every single month. Yeah. And I had to make that shift too, because I love to sit curled up on the couch when I have white space on my calendar and just scroll aimlessly on my phone. And, and it almost makes me more less motivated than ever when I do things like that. And I was realizing like some of those things are draining me and I have to figure it out. And I work for myself and I owe it to myself to create this business, right? And I don't know. But now my shift for that too has been, I schedule the downtime now on my calendar. I schedule it. I schedule date night with my husband. I schedule time. Like, I don't know if you guys saw, I didn't have anything scheduled for Friday. Not that I won't work on Friday, but my kids are off school that day. And so I didn't put time blocks for celebration calls or anything on that day because I'm going to be spending it with my kids. So, um, and then if we decide to make plans with the kids, which we're going to go up to the mountain lion house, my joy, um, then, you know, I have that time scheduled. Um, so I'm not feeling like I'm missing out and I'm working all the time either. So I'm not trying to say create projects for yourself to make yourself more busy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying create projects for yourself to keep the flux of conversations happening. And then I shared this, I think, I don't even know if it was on an actual proper power hour, or if it was the pre-party. Um, and I, a little bit, I did on TNT the other night, but I, because I like to sit and scroll and, or watch TV or, have my downtime and do you know do nothing um i ha when i made that shift i had to reward myself some way and it had to be something not reward myself for getting a client not reward myself for like doing some big project but reward myself for doing the little things like showing up for power hour um at seven in the morning or doing 20 minutes of a to z commenting or creating a small project like this that i could work on and these little chunks that i would get in and then i would ring a bell i know it sounds crazy but this is the this is the bell that i ring and it just happens to be a witch from my uncle um but this is the witch bell and even though like a bell doesn't sound very motivating but it creates these i'm not even joking creates these synapses in your brain that you're like, I want more bell rings. I want more celebration of just doing the monotonous tasks. And then they don't seem monotonous because you're like, yes, crushed it, did that. 
Um, and so find something that celebrates you. Um, it could be happy dance. It could be, you know, I don't know, reward something. I've heard it can be just like a sound or a smell, like lighting a candle or some incense that you like. Um, and you only do it when you achieve, you know, these small little chunks of work. Um, I don't know, game changer, you guys. Yeah, coloring in a heart. Yeah, like coloring in a little thing or even like a sticker book or something. Um, yeah, Jasmina, find your little Russian bell. I first used to think that this witch was haunted, but now it's just a good, it's a good witch. I'm sorry, I'm getting weird. I'm getting weird on you guys. And the older I get, I'm becoming like a crazy old lady. Oh man, uh, I love it. It's a good witch. Yeah, I think Danielle, you were the one who told me a while ago that you would do coloring on your on your client support days because you it was like a small little reward for you and something to keep your mind busy while you were talking to people about the same things over and over again sometimes because I know it feels like that, but yeah. Okay, everybody. Thanks for spending time with me. Um, hope some of this was helpful um, and we'll see you on the next thing. Okay. Bye guys.